I'm just excited about the season we're living in right now. And one of the things I think God is doing is connecting us uh, more than ever. One of the aspects I began to discover is though we are physically distant, we are spiritually connected. And I feel like God in this season is really wanting to establish uh, some key moments in God and key moments with each other that will ultimately become movements uh, in this culture and in this time. I really believe God is establishing a new wineskin. I want to encourage you, church, that whatever you've learned in this season, don't let go of in the next. I really believe we're not living in an either-or place, but actually a both-and, that God is adding to the church. And this is one of the things I believe we, we can begin to understand, really out of the book of Acts. It says that God added to the church. And I really believe that in this time, it's not just an addition of people, but I believe it's an addition of purpose. You see, one of the things I began to discover is that we can live under the pressure of life or we can live in the purpose of life. And I really believe that God doesn't want us to live under the pressure right now, even though God can use that to really bring us to a place of purpose. I really believe God wants us to understand and really go after the aspect of what is our purpose. And so I really believe God is adding to the church, but it's not just people, but it's purpose. And I want to encourage you to begin to discover what is that he's adding to you individually. You see, there is a call on you as a church. There is a call on you as a people. And it's discovering that unique purpose because you are a unique people that I truly believe is going to set us apart in these days. You see, no one expected this sort of um, virus or whatever to happen. And I truly believe that God is using it. Uh, he didn't originate it. He didn't birth it. But I really believe God is using it. It really is a, a Romans 8.28 time of everything is going to work together for good. But I really believe it belongs to those who are willing to partner with Him in purpose of beginning to discover the purpose, the connection, what God is, is growing in us. One of my friends said the other week, he said, Gary, this isn't an isolation time, this is an incubation time. And I want to ask you this question, what is God growing in you that is for you and what is he growing in you for others? I really believe that you have captured, that you have laid hold of some truths in this season. And I don't believe they're just momentary. I don't believe they're just for this season, but I believe there's things that we can glean in this time and graft in this time that is actually going to bring strength and fruit as we move forward. So I want to ask you this question. What are the, some of the things that you've had to let go of? Because I really believe this is a John 15 season where there is a lot of pruning going on, and we have to remember that pruning isn't for punishment, pruning's for purpose. Remember in John 15, Jesus said, you know, I prune those who are connected to me that they would bear more fruit. And so I want to ask you this question, what are some of the things that God is pruning? But also as well, what are some of the things God is purposing? I know there's some things that we have gleaned in this season that God actually wants us to put into practice moving forward. And so one of the things I began to realize in this season, that there's four things that are beginning to happen. And we find this out of the book of Ephesians chapter 2. 
And I'm going to go from verse 19 to 22. And I want to unpack for us, if I can, four things that I really believe, four keys, four foundations, four um, environments that I believe we can find ourselves in. And also as well, I think there are four purposes that God wants to give us in this season that are really going to set us up for seeing uh, the greatest harvest we've ever seen in this season. So in Ephesians 2, 19, this is what it begins. It says, Now therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. I believe one of the purposes God is establishing in this day is family. One of the things that we began to realize coming out of 2019 is that the next move of God is going to be with family. And many people ask, Gary, how could that be? Because, you know, people are in work every day. Life is so busy. You know, the, the family unit is so um, spread out or, or so scattered. How is it that there could be a move of God through family? Well, I truly believe God is shifting us from being foreigners to family. That we're not going to be estranged from what God is doing in these days, but we're actually going to become a family of what he's doing. So it's key to begin to ask who God has connected with you. You see, the household of God is a place where God wants to cultivate connection. He wants to cultivate purpose. He wants to cultivate what is the the call that is upon you as a household of faith. This is one of the key things in these days. I really believe, you know, God is, is diversifying, yes, but he's also as well defining. It's interesting that we see 12 tribes. We see 12 disciples. We see the diverse letters that Paul wrote to each church. And so one of the things that I love is I love unity. But I also as well, I don't believe unity is conformity. It's not like we're all going to sound the same and be the same. There is a diversity that God is doing in this day. So I want to put a call out to you as a church right now. What is God defining in you? What is your purpose? What is your call? Are you a Judah of praise? Are you a Levite of priesthood? You know, this is one of the calls that I truly believe God is, is bringing out. And so we have to understand if God is making us a family, then I want to speak into this space. You see, the root word for family is the same root word as familiar. And God doesn't want us to become familiar, but he wants us to become family. And there's a tension that we're holding right now. And I truly believe this is something that the enemy wants to use, is that we become familiar with each other, that we breed contempt, instead of becoming family and we establish covenant. And so it's about holding this tension right now that we don't become so familiar that we forget whose we are and who we are. And we don't become so familiar that we overlook who is actually a part of our household. You see, it's amazing a lot of times that I've discovered that there are certain um, jobs that need doing uh, around my house. There's certain skills that, that I don't have, but I don't realize that actually it's just one phone call away to my dad who actually knows that stuff. But there's times that I've actually called a, a professional without realizing that I've become familiar and I've actually called out to a stranger instead of actually calling out to my dad. Remember it says that we are no longer strangers or foreigners, but we have become citizens. 
with the saints and family members of the household of God. And so I want to encourage you in this season, do not allow familiarity to breed content, but allow family to establish covenant. God wants to bring us into this season right now where family is established, where we recognize the giftings and the calls in each other. We see this in the book of Acts in in the upper room. When the Holy Spirit fell, all of a sudden, the fire didn't fall on their shoulders. The fire didn't fall on their hearts. It fell on their head. Why? Because when something is on you, when something is on your head, you can't see it. But you need someone else to see what's on you. And this is the power of family, that we get to be called up in what is on us. And so I want to say to you right now, there's people who are part of your household. There are people who are part of your family that God wants to give you the insight and the foresight of beginning to see the fire that's on them because there is a purpose in them for this season and the next. Verse 20 says, Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. I think the second purpose that God is establishing in this time is a foundation. I truly believe that God wants us to have solid foundations, the foundation of the word, the foundation of love, the foundation as it tells us here in verse 20 of of the apostolic and the prophetic. That doesn't mean hierarchy. That doesn't mean um, the, the chosen few or the frozen chosen. I truly believe it's understanding the apostolic. It means understanding our sending. It means to understand what is our mission. What is our call? That's the apostolic foundation. And then the prophetic, if there is a sending in the apostolic, there is a seeing, there is a vision, there is a clarity, there is a definition that comes in the prophetic. And so that foundation, when it's laid, begins to be purposeful and begins to be able to be built upon. I love what Paul says in his letters. He said, guys, when I come to you, I'm going to lay a foundation that others can build upon. Remember, the key of kingdom ministry is not to lay capstones, but is to connect with the cornerstone so that other people can build as well. One of the privileges I have in speaking into diverse and and different church communities and ministries and businesses is that I never want to lay capstones that stop the work of God, but I want to lay foundation stones that enable others to build and to build upon. I want to encourage you right now in this season. It is, it is key to know what you're building upon. I love the parable uh, that Jesus talks about the, the wise builder and the foolish, foolish builder. The wise builder built his house upon the rock, but the foolish builder built his house upon the sand. You see, they both built their houses on the same substance. You see, rock and sand are the same things. Sand is just rock that's been through stuff. And this is one of the key things in this season is we can't build our life on stuff. We have to build our life on the Word. We can't build our life on experiences. We can't build our life on circumstances. We have to build our life on the Word of God. You see, when we've got the Word, sand might happen. Because, you know, the Word of God is tested, the the foundations are tested that produces sand, but never build your house upon the sand. Always build it upon the rock. I want to encourage you right now, as God wants us to have 
that sure foundation. Friends, don't build because of COVID. Don't build because of, of seasons or don't build because of what is happening externally. Build because of what God has spoken to you on the inside. You see, I say this to people, if, if where you are is affecting who you are, you've got a problem. But if who you are is affecting where you are, you've got a purpose. And this is one of the key things to understand is the moment that we build on situations, the moment we build on, on stuff, friends, it'll last for a moment, but it won't become a movement. And this is one of the key things that I truly believe God is calling us right now in laying solid foundations is that we know what we're building with and we know who we're building with and we know who we're building on. And this is so key because if we begin to build on stuff, if we begin to build because of what is happening, friend, when what's happening stops, then maybe our building will stop. I want to encourage you in this season that circumstances don't change the mandate of the kingdom. Circumstances don't change the mandate of the gospel. The gospel is still to be preached in in all the world. Disciples still need to be made. And so I want to encourage you right now. Are you making disciples because of a season or is it your season to make disciples? I want to encourage you, lay solid foundations. Verse 21 says, In whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. I believe the third connection God wants us to step into in this season is the season of connection. Is the season of not just connecting to each other, but connecting to our communities. I truly believe that that this season has given us opportunities like never before. And so I want to ask you right now, how are you connecting to your community? Because if we're a family that's got a foundation, then there has to be a connection. Remember, God wants to make us rivers, not ponds. You see, God wants to make us supernatural, not stagnant. And so I want to encourage you right now, what is the outflow? Remember, It talks about the temple of the Lord. If we see in the book of Ezekiel, the river flowed out of the temple. It didn't flow into the temple. It flowed out of. And so I want to ask you this question. What is your river that's flowing into your community? What are the connections you're making? And if you are making connections, how do you make them supernatural, not superficial? How do you make them purposeful and actually inclusive, not exclusive? And so I want to encourage you right now, there are connections God wants us to make in government, in business. You know, one of the things that I love doing is partnering with local businesses. I want to go in there and I want to speak encouragement. And this is one of the things I love doing. I walk in and I speak encouragement. I speak comfort. I speak strength. And as I do that, I change the atmosphere. You know, one of the, one of the things I did the other day because um, as we realize, sometimes cafes are only takeout now, is I went in and they said to me, Gary, that's, that's $5 for uh, your latte. And I said, actually put $10 in. They said, what do you mean? I said, pay for the guy next, that's next to me. And all of a sudden, I paid for the guy behind me. I found out later that that went on for like 20 people. The guy behind me paid for the guy behind him or the girl behind him and the girl behind him paid for the woman behind her. And all of a sudden for 20 people, it became 
like a, a phenomenon of what happened. Why? Because one person's act of generosity became a snowball of generosity. And this is one of the things I want to encourage you right now. Your point of connection can become a hub of, of, of connection and activity in what God is wanting to do. In verse 22, Paul goes on and writes, In whom the, you are also being built together. So we're being fitted together, but now we're being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. If there's connection, the fourth key or the fourth purpose is community. I want to encourage you right now, is God is establishing community. And they are communities of faith, they are communities of purpose, they are communities where people will know that when they're hungry, there's fresh bread. When they're cold, there's fresh fire. When they find themselves in need and hopelessness, there's a house of hope. And so I want to encourage you right now, what is the community that God is establishing you? I want to encourage you with this. If you've got a building, ask yourself this question. Is your Sunday paying for you being there Monday to Saturday? Or are there purposes and community you can establish throughout the week that is actually going to pay for you being there on a Sunday? I know I'm speaking in monetary terms here right now, but let me ask you in purpose terms. Is the purpose of you being there Monday to Saturday only there so that you can have it on a Sunday? Or is actually the overflow of your Sunday comes out of what you're doing Monday to Saturday? This is the community that God wants to establish. And so I know God has given you keys and God has given you insights, but I really believe in this next season, He is, he is expanding, He is uh, bringing you into a greater space. I want to speak this over you if I can. Isaiah 54, the Bible says that sing or barren, you have not born. You know, greater are the, are the children of the, the unmarried woman or the, the barren woman than that of the married woman. I want to say to you right now, if you've been in this season where you felt barren, if you felt in this season like, God, I don't think I've got any more. There's nothing I've got to give. Let's go on to the next verse. This is what it says. Enlarge the place of your tent. It doesn't say enlarge your tent. It says enlarge the place of your tent. This means we become an inclusive place. We become a place of expansion, not of what we're doing, but actually who we are. We expand the place of our tent. Why? To allow other tents, to allow other activities, to allow other things to take place around what God is doing with our tent. And so I want to prophesy right now that there is an enlargement of the place of your tent taking place. I truly believe in this season that God is going to expand you in ways that are going to absolutely surprise you. That I don't believe it's just going to be numerically, but I believe it's going to be purposefully. And so as we look back over and, and review what we've just um, unpacked today, we find this in Ephesians 4.16. It goes on and says this. It says, From whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. So I want us to connect Ephesians 2 with Ephesians 4 and see that God is purposefully establishing family, foundations, connection and community and as he does I truly believe God is bringing you into a season 
are beginning to see government, business, family, education, medical, um, you know, guys, the whole spheres of, of society right now being impacted through what you are doing as a church. Friends, I want to bless you right now to step into the greatest space because this isn't just merely a time. This is a new era. This is a new wineskin. And God wants us to lay hold of what we're learning in one season so we can lead in the next. Let me pray for you. Father, right now in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for everyone watching. And I decree and I declare as you develop family, foundation, connection, and community. Father, we're going to see a fitting together. We're going to see a building together into a dwelling place that where we begin to learn in one season, we'll begin to lead in the next. And so, Lord, I bless everyone right now in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. God bless you guys and thank you for listening.